0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Grits and the Gospel. We're on episode seven, which is very hard to believe. Uh, I am Katie Griffiths, and I am a minister in the United Methodist Church um, in the northern kingdom of Georgia. Um uh, and I'm coming to you today to um it's a little bit of a confession. Most of you if you see me in person know this about me. But I am indeed a tattooed princess. <laughs> I uh several years ago, it's been more than 5 years now. Got a tattoo. And it is one of those basic girl tattoos of a um uh my favorite bible verse on my wrist where i normally keep it covered the the reason i got it we'll get to in just a minute but the the placement of it uh, i didn't get a tattoo to be flashy or to make a statement i got it for myself and i got it so i would remember and i would know the words of this Um, this verse that is my favorite. It started out a favorite long before it grew much deeper in meaning. The verse is Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 and I know that book is not everybody's go-to but I love this verse and I will um, I will share with you why on many levels in just a moment. So the verse, just that one verse in chapter 3 says this uh, in the English Standard Version today. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. There are a lot of verses in the Bible that talk about singing. There's a lot of verses about using song to praise or in praise. But this is the only verse in the Bible where it says that God sings about us. (laughs) And, you know, originally that's what drew me to this verse. Because, um, again, if you know me well, you know that I love music so much, but I'm the worst singer. I have, like, four notes I can hit, and they're all bass notes. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Um, and if you've ever sat with me in a worship service or in church, like, I've had people laugh out loud, like, in the middle of a hymn because it's just hilarious. Um. So... I've never been able to sing. I've always wanted to be able to sing well. Um, And so the thought that God sings about me, and apparently loudly, according to this uh, verse, is pretty amazing. And just what I wanted to hear when I was first introduced to this verse decades ago. So that's why it started off as my favorite verse. But as we do in our faith and as we do in our life, I went through a lot of rough patches um, and that verse grew in meaning. And each part of the the verse gave me a different way of looking at life and different um, ways of encouraging me. Um, through a rough patch and so I never wanted to forget that I never ever wanted to forget any part of this verse and so that's why I went to see um one of who I think is one of the best tattoo artists in Georgia um or maybe more than that he's done a lot of work on some friends of mine that I really think is just beautiful at Thunderbolt Tattoo (laughs) and um and down in um, North Druid Hills. And um, he, in this beautiful script, his handwriting script, put Zephaniah 317 on my wrist. So I would never, ever forget all of the things that um, God does for me every single day. So when I'm feeling the most lonely, the most hurt, the most down, because those times still do come, Um, I can look at this, and it's upside down for everybody else, but it's right side up for me, (laughs) because that's what it's there for is for me, Um, and know that um, I have these, that God is doing all these things for me. So I thought I would go through each part of this verse and, and talk about it, and then at the end, I wanted to read the whole section of uh, Zephaniah. So it starts out with what I, when I got the tattoo, or the tattoo, tattoo as I like to call it, um, it I, I was very alone and needed someone to fight for me, to be in my corner. I was tired of doing all the fighting, and not physical fighting or yelling fighting but like fighting for me standing up for me taking care of me i needed that kind of a god at that moment and as god does he is exactly what we need at exactly the right time so the first part of the verse says the lord your god is in your midst a mighty one who will save and some interpretations say a mighty warrior that saves, and I needed both of those things at the time, and there are still days, my goodness, there are still days when I need God to be that warrior for me, when I can't be it for myself, when I need help um, fighting against loneliness, or I'm hurt by other people, or um, a number of things, I need a warrior, and he will be my warrior when I need it and that really gave me comfort. That's what that that first section of that verse brought for me is comfort. And knowing that no matter what, no matter who um hurts me or lets me down, no matter um when I do things that I, you know, that I hurt myself, um that I am comforted knowing That at all times, but especially when I need that part of my relationship with my God, he will be my warrior. He will be that mighty one that saves me from myself, which he does, or from others. And so that comfort at times in my life is exactly what I need. There are other times when I feel such a great joy and he rejoices in that. And that second part of the verse says that he will rejoice over you with gladness. He is happy when I'm happy. He rejoices with me and because of me and for me. And those things, those times of accomplishment and triumph and Um, overcoming adversity and getting to the other side. um, He rejoices right along with me. And there are great times in my life when I need to hear that too. There are also times (laughs) when I just need quiet love. And that next to last section says he will quiet you by his love. When the world feels like it's in chaos or when life feels like it's in chaos or you feel like you are a dartboard being hurled, jarts, if you know what a jart is, those old lawn darts that used to injure people that they had to take off the market. When you feel like you are the punching bag for people or the pincushion or that somebody out there has a voodoo doll and they're sticking it a pin in your face, (laughs) God comes over you and he quiets that chaos. He quiets those times of clanging and loudness and overstimulation with the love that he has for us. And by drowning out all of the other things that are happening around you, he can give you that quiet and rest. That's why Sabbath is so important, not just for preachers, which is very important for preachers to try to find Sabbath. It's important for all of us to find ways to be and have quiet and just to live in that love, to block out everything else and have peace and calm and quiet. And he can do that for us. The last section is my favorite, what drew me to this verse. He will exult over you with singing, with loud singing. He will rejoice, some interpretations say, over you with singing. I. It gives me such joy to think about not just the heavenly choir singing, not just the angels singing in heaven, not just the presence of God while we sing or hearing the voice of God when someone else sings, but God himself sings about me. Not only does he know the number of hairs on my head, he knows what beautiful things to sing about when he thinks of me. And that's, um, I'm going to get a little teary thinking about it because it's humbling and it's beautiful and it's relationship building and it's the most amazing thought that part of the soundtrack of our lives is God himself singing about us. What beautiful sentiments in each and every one of these sections of this verse of um, that we have a warrior. We have gladness and joy. We have calm and quiet. And we have loud singing. All from the one God that we worship every day and that we come from and that we reflect out into the world. You know, the book of Zephaniah is not the most sought after for for Bible studies or sermons. It's barely in the lectionary. But it's a book about renewal for the Israelites. And... This whole last section of um, of the book is titled, in the English Standard Version, Israel's Joy and Restoration. So I'm going to read verses 14 through the end of the chapter, and really it's the end of the book for you now. So let's listen. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. Lord, your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Behold, at that time, I will deal with all your oppressors and I will save the lame and gather the outcasts and I will change their shame into praise and reown and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you in. At that time, I will gather you together. For I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth. When I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. And it's interesting to me that verse 17 is kind of a summation of that whole section in the middle of it. But God is promising renewal. God is promising that he will continue to, for the Israelites, take away the judgments and clear away their enemies. And he does the same thing for us still today so that we may live into that verse 17. What a powerful message. Right at the end of the Old Testament, I'm thankful for those verses every day, and I'm especially thankful for verse 17 every day. And yes, I still get sideways looks from friends and family about having a tattoo. (laughs) But I am so thankful I did. I'm so thankful I have this reminder that peeks out from under my bracelets and stares me in the face right when I need it to remind me every time I see it or even a piece of it that I have a warrior who cares very much about me and sings about me. My hope is that you also will find those things true in your faith journey and in your life, that you will look at your favorite Bible verse. Maybe you've had it for a long time. Maybe it's a new verse that you found, and that you will look to see a new and deeper meaning in that verse. It has meant the world to me. I don't, I'm not suggesting that you get a tattoo. However, I will support you if you do. (laughs) But being reminded of that every day is where God meets me in my life. And I hope today and every day you find ways to meet him too. Amen.